The world of technology is going to be a very interesting space for this coming year, especially because a lot of companies are going to be making changes within their devices and I suppose within their business strategies that they've never done before. So we're going to be seeing things coming into technology that have never been in those technologies before. Like, for example, with Samsung launching the S24, yeah, the S24 with AI embedded within the device. That's going to be something to look forward to, right? Imagine, I mean, if you've used AI, then you understand how big that is and how controversial that is and how complicated that is. That it's not just something that is as simple as, oh, my phone has AI, therefore it's able to do these cool things. But it's another thing because now it's able to help you do your homework. And even worse, it's able to write your homework for you. It's able to predict what you want to do before you've even finished doing it. It's able to write books, novels. It's able to write plays. It's able to write movie scripts. So what kind of power are we giving to ourselves, right? But of course, there's also the fact that AI is also good at making us take better pictures, better selfies, high quality, and bring in quality to devices that are just average and mid you know and and really make something that you it will make you look like a professional when you're actually not it's able to help you write emails so what does this mean for the future of mobile devices right how many phones are going to be launching with ai embedded within them this year i imagine that a lot of devices are going to be doing this probably definitely not apple but i imagine that we're going to be seeing a lot of different uh, smartphones and a lot of different flagship devices launching with ai embedded within them um, ai has become so easily accessible and i'm so glad that at least at the very least there's competition within that space because if we had a monopoly there, then we would be in very big trouble. Monopolies are not good for people at all. Uh, whatever you do, always try to advocate for competition within any space, whether it's, I mean, business, whether it's uh, technology, whether it's, um, you know, uh, uh, tourism, uh, vacations, or even in politics, always advocate for competition within any space, even within the space of education. The more competition and the, the, the better the competition, the better it is for you and I. Um, and then looking also at uh, how this year is the year that the Vision Pro finally launches and people finally get to use it and review it. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing some real life reviews of uh, that device. And there's so many other uh, uh, technology advancements that are happening. Uh, I particularly was exposed recently to the fact that uh, sports is beginning to use a lot of technology to gain advantages for one, um, but also, which is the bigger thing that's happening within the field of sports, a lot of technology is being used in order to observe and more accurately make judgments within the field of sports. So you're going to be seeing a lot of uh, different camera, smart cameras that are being used. You're going to be seeing even the balls that are used in soccer, in tennis, uh, in rugby or whatever sport you love. You're going to be seeing a lot of technologies being built into these uh, uh, um, um, sport equipment. Now, this is very interesting because from now on, 
no you we will no longer be able to look at a soccer ball as just a soccer ball now it's a tech device right it has a device built within it which makes it a tech device to some degree um and that's happening a lot even in golfing as well the ball and balls are now being uh you know armed with these technologies so that you can better observe how the ball traveled how fast it traveled you know and and whether uh, it was a foul or not and things like that um that's pretty exciting i think that's what technology was meant to do in my opinion uh make humans lives better and give us more freedom to be expressive human beings but we'll see um what other things and i expect to see a lot of sustainable technology technology that's intended to uh, uh not impact the environment in a negative way obviously there's a lot of conflict surrounding such technology so psh, i mean we don't know right uh what's the technology that you're looking forward to most as this is a new year and the beginning of the new year not a much a lot a lot will be happening in tech currently but there's some some things to be excited about but before we get excited about all those things and stuff that might be happening this year i thought it worthwhile to continue with what we did uh, at the end of last year which was having a look at books and shows that changed my life and and to a certain degree molded and shaped my theology in the way that I view the Bible and the view uh, and view God. So, let's have a look at one of the books that shaped my theology. There's a book, a uh, very expensive book and it's not a novel, it's an actual theological document that shaped my my viewpoint a lot. And it's called Systematic Theology by Dr. Wayne Grudem. Now, I need to, I'm sharing this because I want you to know this and see if you can read it at some point. But it's a very difficult book if you don't understand the vocabulary and the way of philosophical thinking. But some of the articles in the book, it's not a book that you will start from the beginning and read till the end. But some of the articles in the book is such well thought out, well explained very well knowledgeable books or, or articles pertaining to the doctrine of Jesus. What is, why did Jesus have to come? Why would Jesus, man and God, that I want you to, to see if you can get a hold of the book, see if you at least can get some of the articles written by Dr. Wayne Grudem, who's the author of the book, in order for you to just to see and see if you can come to the full understanding of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I know that one of the things that we... That we in our modern day lack is the the knowledge of Jesus. We very much hold dear to the fact that church must be an emotional experience. To a great degree it must be, but I firmly believe or I think we believe that we need to understand uh, Jesus Christ. We need to understand uh, the gospel message in order for it to take full effect in our lives. So, that is Wayne Grudem, the, the uh, Systematic Theology. You can get the book, you can get some of his articles. He's written quite a lot of articles and it's very well, uh, as I said, it's very, he's very knowledgeable and it's very well thought out of. And some of it might be difficult, but some of it is actually easy to understand and you don't need the theological lingo to, to understand the articles. But it's a book very, very worth your while. Then, another thing that I want to make mention, you'll, before we continue on the books with next week, is I want to make the mention that we, we've, we've, we have difficulty reading because we're very much uh, on screens all the time and we're driving or we're stuck in traffic. So, Audible 
which is owned by Amazon, is the company that has audiobooks, right? But Audible has this special, this uh, beginning of the year special. They had an end year special, but now they have a beginning of the year special, in which you can get Audible books, uh, Audible subscription for quite a bit of a premium less than what they usually cost. And I want you to, to see if you can get out of that and perhaps buy an Audible subscription so that you can um, um, start consuming books that, that you need to have uh, or want to have. It's very, very interesting. It's very worthwhile. And there's a, a lot of books that you can get. And if you're stuck in traffic, trust me, sometimes traffic flies by if you are listening to a book uh, that, that will change the way that you approach things. On that topic, the last book that I want to, want to mention this evening is a book called The Unseen Realm. Uh, de depending on how you pronounce that word, it's Unseen Realm, Unseen Realm, depends on the English that you use, but it's written by a, called, a guy called Michael Heiser. Now, what Michael Heiser did is he explains the, the Jewish side of the Old Testament and how Jewish people would have approached the Old Testament. Very, very, very interesting. It will shape the way that you think about Satan uh, uh, and the mentions of him in the book of Job, as well as in Deuteronomy and Genesis. It will shape the way that you view uh, the creation story. Not shape the way, but it will influence. It's probably a better way to, to say it. And how these olden folks listened to this and viewed it before the modern context of science and everything came into play. Uh, there was, obviously, to a certain degree, there were sciences, but this was just vastly different. So the two books that I want to, to, to read, see if you can get, Systematic Theology, very difficult, and then the easier one to read, also very interesting, The Unseen Realm by Michael Heiser. <laughs>